Hello. Welcome to Season 5 of the Pretty Deadly Self-Defense Podcast. I'm Susie Kalik, the creator of Pretty Deadly Self-Defense. And I'm Zipporah, a Pretty Deadly Community Guide and Online Coaching in Tebe, Uganda. In this season, Zipporah and I are exploring self-defense in Uganda, talking about the different challenges women face and what strengths we might have in common. There's a lot to discover, so welcome to the Pretty Deadly Self-Defense Podcast. And this is episode 76, and today we're going to talk about, I look like myself. Yeah, basically, I look like myself. (laughs) Yes, well, I look like myself. What exactly do you mean by this? So this was an interesting topic um, when you sent it to me, and I've been curious to, to hear what you have to say about it. What do you mean by, I mean, I know what you mean by I look like myself. I know what I mean by that, but what do you mean about that in terms of uh, self-defense or in terms of some of the other things we're talking about regarding body mechanics and safety and and the things that we can do and having your own back and all that stuff? Yes. um, I look like myself. Uh, What I really mean by this is uh, our body's ability and having to do it your way, right? Mm-hmm. Do it your way. That is one of the things we actually promote in Pretty Deadly Self-Defense, to have our trainees do it their way. Mm-hmm. Um, Mark, get, get me right. Um, that does not exclude the fact that we have our trainers or the Pretty, uh, the pretty Deadly Coaches guiding our trainees mm-hmm. that does not exclude that but we encourage we encourage our trainees to do what they do as we train and learn because our moves you know hair behind your ears those are moves that look like things we have been doing our entire lives you know mm-hmm. it's actually things we have been doing our entire lives putting hair behind our ears lifting a box and then you have to kick the door open you know mm-hmm. so how have you been doing it all these years and how are we able to help you see that actually that is you being able to defend yourself you know you need to understand that you look like yourself you can do things your way and still get results that other people uh, get out of things they do or that particular thing you want to try out. I don't know if I'm making sense there. You are making a lot of sense. You're reminding me of when I was um, training martial arts in Los Angeles with my teacher. Yes. He, so, you know, now he's, almost 80. I hope he's not listening to this and getting mad at me for not knowing how old he is, but <laughs> nonetheless, he's about 30 years older than me at any point in time. So back mm-hmm. then when I was in my thirties, um, he was already in his sixties and okay. he's a guy who, you know, he's, he'd been in martial arts for a long time. He had, you know, you play around in martial arts for a long time. Eventually you're going to, you're going to break something and, and hurt something else. And it's just kind of normal. Um, but he had also been through life. You know, he was a Vietnam War veteran, um, or he still is a Vietnam War veteran. Um, 
he had been at least in one car, a motorcycle accident. I think I remember him telling me about. So, you know, he's a 60 year old guy who's been on a battlefield, who's traveled around the world, who's been in a car accident, who's been in martial arts for a very long time. So he's got a couple of bruises, you know, a couple of beat up stuff. Mm. So one of those things is his little finger. One of his little fingers can't extend all the way anymore. It's been broken too many times. And so it's sort of permanently bent. Mm. And he used to show us a kamai. You know, our basic kamai is with one hand extended forward, um, kind of all your fingers pointing at your opponent and one hand over, hovering over your heart. And mm. he would point forward with the hand, with the bent pinky, you know, the, the bent small finger. And new students would always make their kamai look exactly like his. So they would have this beautiful straight hand and then they would bend the smallest finger Mm. because they thought that that's what they were supposed to do. And he would say, you know, your body is your body. (laughs) My kamai looks like the way I do it because this is inside my body and I have these injuries and, you know, this is where my balance is, et cetera, et cetera. Unless you have the same injury, your kamai shouldn't look like my kamai. (laughs) Yeah. It should look like you, you know, based on your own balance and your own limitations and restrictions as well as possibilities and, and abilities and capabilities. So he used to say to us all the time, you know, you're not going to look like me, you know, and you don't want to look like me. You want to look like you. Mm. And I think you're talking about the same thing. And I, I think it's something that um, I think it's something that a lot of people uh, it's a new idea, you know, especially when you're learning self-defense or martial arts or any kind of movement, really, that it's not it, it when you give people the opportunity to say, feel how this works in your body so that it feels stable yeah. And powerful and secure. And we're not focused on the technical. You know, your technique doesn't have to be beautiful. Yes. Right. But you need to be moving from a place of your own physical power. Mm. Can be a, a difficult thing for people to kind of grasp the first time because we're so used to having people correct us in our mm. movement. But yeah, I mean, you look like yourself. You should. When you, when you open a door, that should look like just the way you do it. And what Zipporah and I are talking about, for listeners who don't know, we're talking about a front kick. That is when we're saying open a door. It's, it's the same movement you make when your hands are full of groceries yeah. or books or babies or whatever it is you're carrying, pizza, and you have to push open a heavy door with your foot. That looks different in my body than it looks in Coach Z's body or in Liliana's body or in any one of our trainers' body or in any one of our trainees' bodies because we have different weights, heights, sizes, restrictions. You know, sometimes maybe you have an arthritis or maybe you have a like super extra flexible hip, whatever it is. Yeah. You know, your balance is always going to look a little bit different. The way that you push open a heavy door with your foot will, on a technicality, look different from the way somebody else does it, but you will both be able to do it equally as well. So in other words, do you feel safe? Are you comfortable when you move that way? 
Are you able to both defend yourself and also do this, let's say, on a daily, if it's a daily thing, are you able to comfortably repeat this movement mm-hmm. without complication of trying to do it the way another person did it, you know? Exactly. And I basics and the technicalities. Now get those basics, put them into your body and let your body lead you the way your body can. Right. But I would also say, I think one of the things that we try to encourage um, our trainees to, to sense more than anything else is stability. You know, are you stable or do you feel like you're going to fall over? Mm-hmm. Because if you feel like you're going to fall over, then we need to adjust your position because you're not as powerful as you could be, you know, because your yeah. attention is in two different places, you know, trying to stay, trying to stay on your feet and also trying to push up in a heavy door. So we, the first thing we always want to look for is stability. Yeah. And that'll, again, that looks different for everyone because of, because of different body types and that's normal, but mm-hmm. yeah, you're absolutely right. It's not about um, looking like your trainer. It's about looking like you. Um, I, oh, oh. Do you hear the note in the background? This is... I, yes, I can. <laughs> oh, God. That's dollar. Okay, um, anyway, <laughs> you have to do, you have to do it your way. Do it your way with guidance from who it is is leading you, you know? Yeah. yeah. I hope I hope even in other arenas of life, um, we have people or leaders or the trainers of those particular sects and ideas. I hope they do encourage people to learn and in a way that is most comfortable for them, you know, without creating the fear around it or the need to be perfect or to do it exactly the way they've seen it. Pretty Deadly Self-Defense is a self-empowerment program through self-defense, developed from real-life experience, a lot of martial arts training, and tailored for the way women actually learn the things we actually face, and that's actually fun. Learn more at prettydeadlyselfdefense.com. You can download our app, find a class, learn how to become a trainer, or find out how to teach the Pretty Deadly program at your school or studio. And you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Pinterest, and yes, we're even on TikTok. Just search for Pretty Deadly Self-Defense and we'll be there. Our theme song is an excerpt from the original track Icarus Wish by Dead Centuries and used by generous permission of the artists. Get more tunes at deadcenturies.bandcamp.com. (laughs) 